Welcome to Apply This, a podcast series from the College of Applied Studies at Wichita State University. This podcast focuses on issues relevant to workforce readiness, educational equity and access, social justice, and excellence for all students in P20 educational pathways. We encourage you to learn more about our college at wichita.edu CAS. Hello and welcome to this episode of Apply This with the College of Applied Studies. We're going to be starting a series uh, here talking about how we're partnering with our community and responding to their needs. Uh, I am your host, Andrew Myers, and joining me today is Dr. Ashley Jack, who is the Assistant Dean of the College of Applied Studies. And we're going to be talking about uh, market-based tuition and how that coincides with professional development uh, for our educators in our community. Uh, welcome, Dr. Jack. Hello. Well, thanks for being here. Um, I just wanted to get a little bit of background on how professional development has kind of evolved into what we're doing today. And, and, and professional development has been a requirement for teachers for a long time. Um, I know like my mother-in-law was going through that uh, when she was a teacher, my neighbor who's a retired teacher. And so how long has that uh, been going on really? And, and how has that now kind of evolved to where we are now? Well, professional development has always been a part of education. Uh, classroom teachers are lifelong learners and they're always looking to um, up their knowledge level in various areas. And so um, schools have always embedded professional development into their uh, professional development days or the days that they meet with teachers prior to school year starting and during the school year. Always looking at ways of how they can better the classroom environment and um, help students academically. And so professional development has always been a key aspect um, of teachers, whether they are seeking um, just the knowledge or going for an actual graduate degree. So it's really kind of a team effort then, you know, with, you know, how do, how do we get from, you know, school districts offering professional development um, to how we kind of team up with them? What's our part uh, in all that? Sure. So a few years ago, we had the opportunity to start partnering with some school districts in offering that professional development. Um, really, the initiative started first with our prior president, uh, late John Bardot, Dr. John Bardot, and he had really started to explore how do we meet the needs of our community. And one of the things that he discovered in meeting the needs of our community is we needed to be able to offer a market-based tuition meaning that we needed to be able to determine what is it that the uh, market will bear in regards to this tuition. Specifically, when somebody is not seeking a um, degree in our college where they would normally pay, or at our university, where they normally would pay the regular tuition rate. So he and the administration worked with the Kansas Board of Regents, and we were approved to be able to offer market-based tuition. And so in our college, we started to work with our local school districts in trying to determine what is it that the market would bear that would allow us to offer graduate level um, credit hours for teachers who are doing professional development. 
And so through that process, we started to partner with districts and offering the professional development that they needed within their district. And so that has looked different with each district dependent upon their needs. And so we don't come in with just one package and saying, hey, everybody has to do it this way. Mm-hmm. We are willing to work specifically with that district and see what their needs are. And when I say that, that means that in some of those districts, it's our actual faculty within our college that is going out and offering that professional development and providing that knowledge level that those teachers are needing. Um, and then in return, those teachers are enrolling in a graduate credit hour or graduate credit hours for that knowledge that they are receiving. But then in some districts, we have actual professionals in that district who have that knowledge. So let's just say it's something specific in regards to technology. And we have one particular district that they have a master's level teacher in technology. And so she actually offers that professional development and she is, um, but then in return for us to give that graduate credit at market-based tuition rate, those teachers um, enroll in that graduate credit and that teacher actually gets paid as a instructor of that course. So we partner Mm -hmm. in these ways with each district, depending upon what their needs are and what it is that they're looking for. So it's kind of convenient in in all aspects. And, you know, if, if a school district is offering something, you know, that they feel that their teachers need, um, and then we team up and say, okay, well, let's make it official. Um, how do we determine the cost when it comes to, because we're talking about market-based tuition and you talk about what the market will bear. Can you explain that a little bit more? Sure. So, Many times when this professional development is offered, there's an overall cost that they're having to pay um, either as a teacher when it's outside their contract hours or if it's within their contract hours, um, the district is paying a, a cost for whatever that professional development is. So when we worked with our districts, we looked at what what are the teachers normally paying when they go look for this professional development? We looked at various universities and we looked at various um, entities, companies that were offering this to determine. Mm -hmm. So that's how we set our current rate that we are offering, which happens to be at $60 a credit hour for the actual graduate hour. But that doesn't mean that they don't pay a registration on top of that. So depending on how it's being offered. So um, it can vary from situation to situation, but no matter what, right now we're offering at $60 a graduate credit hour. And these are for non-degree seeking students. So they are not seeking a graduate degree. They are seeking the credit hours that they need to either one, renew their license at the state level, or two, they are seeking the graduate credit hours, which allows them to um, move across on the pay scale. Well, that's, I think that, you know, uh, a, a lot of um, respect to the graduate school for partnering with us, um, Aaron Coffey uh, and Jordan and all them. And, and I think that um, 
what they've done to kind of help us streamline the process. So um, talk a little bit about that. So let's say a course is coming up. So we've got, you know, summer courses with a couple of local uh, school districts. We've got one so far uh, in the fall with a local school district. Um, how is it then, you know, what is it on our end that we receive and what do we, what is it that you go through to make sure everyone's enrolled and paid? Right. So you are correct. Hats off to Aaron Coffey and Jordan Olson and the graduate school because they've been great partners through this process. Um, we've learned a lot through this process that we've, um, you know, when we first started and where we're at today. So let's just take, for example, um, we are working with six different school districts this summer in regards to the professional development that they are offering in their um, district. And so the first piece that has to happen is, is that that district has to bring forward what their professional development courses are. And then I work with them to determine if this course would mat, would, um, would meet the needs, the graduate um, and what's required of graduate level learning. We also make sure that for every credit hour that this course is going to be worth, this student is going to be required to do at least 45 clock hours of work. Got it. Very closely with the districts on that process. And so once we have that approved process, then we build the courses into the chem system and I do that work working on building those courses. And then the district is responsible for getting their individuals registered. And so what we do is um, we actually have a graduate application and registration form that they do on their first day of a session. Um, and so they attend the session and um, I gather those applications and registrations and then I work very closely with the graduate school and we get them enrolled. And then at the end of the training, um, whether it's three, you know, three weeks or four weeks or however long that training is, at the end of that training, then the district does the actual assessment. They have an assessment system that we utilize to make sure that we not only have the clock hours, but we have that application of knowledge that occurs with whatever the professional development is. And then we actually issue the grades through Banner. So um, the key piece is, is that each district, when the district is offering those requirements, we also make sure that their instructors meet HLC requirements. And when I talk about HLC requirements, that's that higher learning commission requirements. So these are teachers who have masters in their content areas. And so um, there's a lot of pieces that we look at so that we make sure that we're meeting all requirements of the university as well as our college. Wow. This is a, I mean, you know, for such a convenient thing, there's a lot that goes into it behind the scenes. And, I, and, and that's one of the reasons I wanted to have you on here so that we, you know, folks understand um, that you know you can take an idea but until you bring it to fruition you don't know if it's going to be successful or not and you know speaking of that um in response to the COVID-19 pandemic um are you seeing 
the delivery method of those classes changing? And if so, how, how are they changing? Sure. So with the districts we were working with here in the spring, it did have to change pretty quickly because some of them are face-to-face -face or um, time where they were meeting face-to-face. And so districts had to move that into an online format. And so as we're preparing for summertime, we're having to do the same thing. Districts are having to rethink what their professional development is going to look like and how do they take that into an online format. But also in response to the pandemic, we, districts are realizing that they need to do a little bit more with e-learning and maybe a little bit more with choice boards um, and being ready to prepare uh, for fall semester because we all know that come fall they the medical professions are saying this virus will return how it's going to return we do not know to what extent and so right now my work with the districts is is that we're looking at how do we what have we learned in this short amount of time that we had to turn around and be um, into online learning at the K-12 level, um, what have we learned and what is it that our teachers need to know so that they're more successful when the fall semester comes? And so in response to this pandemic, we're also shifting the topics of what we're going to be delivering in the district. Right. We make sure that the teachers are ready and well equipped for what they're going to have to do come fall semester. Wow. I, you know, I just, I just think it's, um, amazing how so many different people have adapted or you know changed their their way of um working um and it's not just their location of where they're working but it's how we think through problems and then this you know if this pandemic had never had not happened it probably would have something like it would have happened eventually um, and now we're offering, you know, professional development that is related to that, which we wouldn't have thought back in, I don't know, last fall, uh, even that we would be offering such topics. It's crazy. That, yeah, that, that is correct. But I have to say hats off to, uh, the Kansas teachers. I mean, it's amazing what they've done and, I mean, they had a short amount of time to step up to the plate and improve what they could do. And it's amazing what they've done to meet the needs. And I think what I find, I work with a variety of districts. I work with an urban district, I work with some suburban districts, and I'm working with some rural districts. And what I love with what the teachers have done is, is they've responded to the needs of their community and what they knew that their community needed. And so as the schools have started to look at what is our professional development need to be this summer, they're also looking at what are the needs of our teachers. So it's not a one size fits all. And I think that's what's great about this market-based tuition approach that we're doing is, is it allows us to work with every district of where they're at instead of us coming in and saying, here's the package deal, here's how we're gonna do it, because that's not a one size fits all. We have to, we have right. to be the districts. And so um, that's allowing us that opportunity to do that. It's amazing. And, and I have two young children who are going to the school district here in Wichita. And um, 
while we've been recording this, um, my daughter was downstairs with her kindergarten teacher on Microsoft Teams, you know, showing everyone her favorite book. So I think that that's, and then my son got on with his class and um, did that. So they're, they're staying connected and um, they're just amazing. And, and then you see what they go through and when you have your own children at home and you're homeschooling them. So, um, you know, um, they didn't prepare for this, but you're right. You know, they, they stepped up in a major way. Mm -hmm. Right. And one of the um, hats that I wear within my job is, is working with our unit of um, initial licensure programs. And one of the pieces that we do or that I do with the unit is, is that we work on placing our students, our pre-service teachers out into the schools um, to do their student teaching, their internships. And so one of the pieces that we're going to begin working on next week is working with our partner school district um, where we place um, a majority of our student teachers, which is Wichita Public Schools. And we will begin conversations next week of how do we work together to meet the needs of the students come fall semester. Because as we all know, the classroom is going to have to look a little different when we go back. And so how do we allow the student teachers to be a part of that process um, and to be able to help meet those needs? Um, and so one of the things that we know are going to have to happen is, is that's going to require us to do some professional development this summer, not only with our pre-service teachers, but we're going to be doing it with their cooperating teacher, that in-service teacher, that classroom teacher. Um, and we're going to have to, one of the pieces that we're looking at is, is how do we use Microsoft Teams to do that? Because if that's how some of our student teachers are going to be teaching this fall, they need to be comfortable with that approach and what that's going to look like. Because I have to tell you, I went to school 20 plus years ago and never once in my preparation program did they ever dream that they would have to teach us how to be teachers like this. And so right. about teacher, teacher education a little different as well. It's crazy. Um, well, um, I really appreciate you coming on and, and talking to me about um, what we're doing with market-based tuition, professional development, where it's going, where it's been. And um, like I said before, we'll be uh, connecting with other um, faculty and um, staff members within our college the College of Applied Studies to talk a little bit more about what we're doing to partner with our community and responding to needs. And I think uh, what you're doing in, in relationship with our school districts is phenomenal. Thank you. Welcome. I feel honored to be able to have this opportunity to do that. For more information on our market-based tuition course offerings and professional learning courses, go to wichita.edu slash PLC. Thank you for joining us for Apply This, a podcast by the College of Applied Studies. See you next time.